This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Bena Tamaria, alongside with my other co-host here. Hey guys, Captain Chenko. So as we just got out of wand lore, we are going to tackle, this is going to be a three parts specifically on this topic. The long history of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And my god, I didn't know I didn't know half the stuff like when I was doing the research for all this. I was like this actually happened? Like there's more than the what we see in the films and the books. Like there's a lot. I mean I can imagine that Hogwarts would have a whole lot of lore surrounding it simply because it is our main setting for most of the books and the films Mm -hmm. and as such probably gets a lot more specific details than places that we only visit a few times throughout the series right like with hogwarts specifically like like half the stuff i'm like we're going to be going over like it's like it's just mind-boggling honestly and yeah Yeah, i mean we've we've said a couple of times that the scale of the world is just incredible so mm -hmm. i'm definitely looking forward to learning a little bit more closely about hogwarts and all of the history surrounding it because we're starting out a long time ago well before harry's well well before like we're going back to the founding of the school so Mm -hmm. As we as with that, let's get right into it. Uh, with the early history of Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts was founded around 990 A.D. by the four greatest wizards and witches of the age: Godric Gryffindor, Helga Hufflepuff, Rena Ravenclaw, and Salazar Slytherin. They each represented an aspect of personality that they wanted to bring uh, out in new students. So, obviously, you know the four great founders of the school obviously became the houses of the schools. Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, obviously. Slytherin. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll get into him in a minute, (laughs) specifically. Um, They also placed certain protective enchantments in place to ensure that the well-being of their students, in which the reason the castle and grounds are always been protected with anti-apparition charms. So you can't apparate into the school. You have, like, so operation is, like, literally disappearing from one place and reappearing somewhere else. Now, mm-hmm. granted, we see Dumbledore do it on the Hogwarts grounds. Because, he one, he's he's also, one, headmaster. Two, Dumbledore. Dumbledore mm-hmm. has his own, him being him. And he, he even plays says by in the his film, own set of rules. He, got, he has his own set of rules. And him being him, he can do whatever he wants. The Dumbledore Clause. The Dumbledore Loophole. Yes. Pretty much. So, around the same time, the four founders employed the school's first caretaker, Hankerton Humble, uh, 
who was often in a clash with Peeves, the resident poltergeist, which he would have in common with every successive caretaker after him in the history of Hogwarts. So if you read the books, because Peeve only shows up in the books, he doesn't show up in the films, which is honestly sad. But we will see him in Hogwarts Legacy, which is really nice. Um, Every caretaker, like in the books, Filch and Peeves are at each other with a constant, constant battle. They hate each other that much. Peeves just is... And and let me remind everybody, Ghost and Poltergeists in the Harry Potter universe are two different things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peeves is not an actual ghost. You're saying that Peeves got Tom Bombardil. Yes, basically. If you want to go into the Lord of the Ring aspects of things, pretty much. (laughs) And then, although the four founders cooperated well for a time, however, shortly after founding the school, Slytherin had a falling out with the other founders about blood purity and wanted to admit only pure blood pre- students. He felt pure blooded students deserved to learn magic, and those of other ancestry, such as Muggleborns and Halfbloods, were unworthy. Hmm, I wonder where this is going. <laughs> the other three founders all disagreed, especially uh, Gryffindor. Shocker. Uh, Slytherin left the school, but not before secretly building the Chamber of Secrets. He foretold that his only his own heir would be able to open it, and once they arrived to the school, and the heir would unleash a murderous basilisk living inside to purge the school of all Muggle-born students. Which, you know, we get and see in Chamber of Secrets. Obviously. Well, in the that's second a little book. intense. That's a little intense there. Yeah. Yeah, Slytherin Let me put my like... giant murder lizard under the school, and mm-hmm. whoever is hateful enough towards Muggleborns and Halfbloods will release said basilisk. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it like I just finished rereading Chamber of Secrets today, and mm-hmm. I forgot like the first half of the book, even in the film, first half pretty easy like it's okay yeah it's a, it's a children's film it's like a, a young adult novel okay then the second half is like that got dark super quick where did this come from <laughs> it's like people are dying left like people are like getting petrified left and right um almost killed harry's covered in blood like normal um <laughs> they're like hey we realize our audience is no longer 12 and they're growing up with the characters in the book so now it's time for violence yes pretty much and then uh despite despite the fact that the founders hogwarts were effectively in charge of the school during their time neither of them held a title of headmaster or headmistress of the school as they were only used sometimes after southern's departure and held by another witcher wizard who was the first person to entrust the stewardship of the Hogwarts castle and the surrounding grounds after the three remaining founders passed away. That is interesting. Like, I would have thought at least, like, Gryffindor would have held Headmaster at some point. Yeah, but, it is a bit... No. The lines of succession were not exactly clear, but um, I guess there was a, a third party, or mm-hmm. I guess a fifth party, rather, to oversee everything and make sure everything didn't fall apart. Right. And then now we get to the middle history. Well, quote unquote middle history. There's still a lot of history. 
So according to the eventual Gryffindor house ghost, Sir Nicholas de Minstry uh, Porpenton, say that five times fast, uh, because Hogwarts Castle was always intended as a safe place, the school had historically surrounded and a responsibility to protect the dangerous things from falling into the wrong hands and carrying the burden of the job remarkably well, despite the fact that subsequent heads of the school and members of the faculty came to recognize how it compromised the security of the castle. So, yeah, I think we know where this is going to go into. <laughs> Um, indeed, Albus Dumbledore would uh, reiterate this truth to Harry Potter years uh, later during their private lessons during the history of Lord of Voldemort when the headmaster described Hogwarts Castle as a stronghold of ancient magic and explained that the refusal to employ him as a teacher steamed and part of the speculation of the Dark Wizard would unravel more of its mysteries and take advantage of untapped stores of magic within the school of his, for his own nefarious purposes. So, yes, Hogwarts Castle is, like, very, very, very old. Thousands of years old. And it has untimped. That's when the school was founded. Let alone, we don't know when the castle was built. Mm-hmm. It's 990s pre-Crusades. So. Yes, it's pre-Crusades. Yes, that is true. So, just from that alone, and by the time we get to Harry's, like, Tom Riddle to Harry Potter... Like, there's so much untapped magic in dark magic, specifically in within the school, that, yeah, you have to have, like, headmasters like Dumbledore around. Mm-hmm. And then about 300 years after the school was founded, the Triwizard Tournament was established as an interscholastic uh, competition between three of the most prestigious magical schools in Europe Hogwarts uh Bobaton Bobaton thank you it's Fran- it's French and uh yeah. Drumstag I'm resident French speaker and glad <laughs> that suffering for four years through college level French in high school was worth it because now I do a podcast where sometimes there's French words yeah it always helps um, but yeah, we see tri- obviously the Tri Wizard Tournament during Goblet of Fire. So, yeah, it was established three hundred years after the school founding, and then it's every full four years, like the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then this tournament was considered to be the best way of the wizards and witches of different nationalities to meet and socialize. The tournament continued for six centuries until the death toll became too high. The tournament was discontinued until 1994, which is Goblet of Fire. Yep. It came back. So before before Harry's time, the Triwizard Tournament was discontinued um, for well over six centuries. Because the death so people, because people kept dying too much. Even his parents, so even his parents didn't experience the Triwizard Tournament. Nope, nope. Like there was no Triwizard Tournament during his parents' time at Hogwarts, or even like when Tom Riddle Voldemort was at Hogwarts, there was no Triwizard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then at some point in the 13th century, following the invention of flu powder by Ignita uh, Wildsmith. 
The subsequent development of the flu network, a long line of heads of school refused to permit the school's fireplaces to be accessible this way for fear the castle's security could be breached. Which, honestly, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They don't allow people to teleport in, so why would flu powder be any different? Right, exactly. Like, you don't want, like, you know, murderers, like, show up in the common room within their fireplaces, because each common room has a fireplace. Yeah, I think Voldemort would have had a much easier time offing the Chosen One if that were the case. (laughs) Flu powder, here's Lord Voldemort. And then uh, during the 1700s, there was a proposal proposal to install an elaborate uh, plumbing system in the castle. This threatened the secrecy of the Chamber of Secrets, forcing uh, Corvins Gaunt, a Slytherin student, descendant of Salazar Citizen, and Pulselmouth to protect the entrance to the chamber by having it concealed behind plumbing fixtures and sinks in the second floor girl's bathroom so only future heirs of Slytherin would know how to open the chamber. Hmm. So, that's interesting. That's something we don't get in the books. Um... At least in Chamber of Secrets. I'm pretty sure this is not even in it, mentioned in the books. So there are more than just Harry and Tom Riddle as Possum Mouse and Salazar mm-hmm. that were at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I mean, there's a lot of lore surrounding Harry's sorting and everything, but it's odd that he's sorted into Gryffindor and he's a Tongue. Yeah, but that's all. That's a whole, like, he chose and mm-hmm. the sorting has like, all right, cool, whatever. And then uh, in 1876, uh, then caretaker Rancorpus Carp made a spectacularly unsuccessful attempt to rid the school of Peeves by trying to bait him into a trap involving a wide variety of muggle weapons and a vast enchanted bell jar enforced with various containment charms, which resulted in the evacuation of the castle and a three-day standoff between vengeful poltergeist and then headmistress Your you Eupratia Mole. Mole. So Peeves was in an all-out fight with the headmistress at the time in 1876 because Peeves. Read the books if you want to learn a lot more about Peeves. I mean, we'll tackle Peeves at some point in Ghosts in general and Poltergeist, but like he's a <laughs> he likes to do pranks and that's all he does. He's very and fond of the Weasley twins. That's for sure. That's we do find I that can out. Imagine. We all probably should, <laughs> we all probably know why. Um in the end, the good professor agreed to sign a contract promising him additional privileges, including weekly swim in the boys' toilets on the ground floor, pickings of stale bread from the kitchen for throwing purposes, and a new hat to be custom made by the partisan which Madame Bonnet. Bahanaby? Bahanabil? Bahanaby. And then after this, Carp went into the early retirement for health reasons, quote-unquote, and the faculty left the poltergeist in peace. That's basically them saying, yeah, there's no way of getting rid of this thing. Might as well, like, compromise. (laughs) He's kind of here to stay, so we can either choose to get along with it or cause or tolerate it it's more toleration than it, to get it like along with it <laughs> it's like listen it's here we can't get rid of it it's like a cat Though, we didn't ask for it but it's here i will say the bloody baron is the one ghost that you want to get um to sick on peeves because 
Peeves is deathly afraid of the Bloody Baron. Hmm. And the Bloody Baron is the Slytherin ghost. Go figure. So now we get to recent history. So in the 1910s, uh, Letta Lestrange was bullied at Hogwarts due to the gossip about her being an unwanted child and the tragic death of her half-brother. She encountered Newt Scamander and searching a place to hide from her pursuers in which she used the dark charm Osarcius on her... Scousey? Or Scousey? I think that's how you say it. On in retaliation for their uh, malicious gossip. Newt and uh, Letta developed a remarkably close bond, spending much time together over the holidays caring for an injured baby raven. And then at one point, when Albus Dumbledore was teaching students how to defend against Boggets and Defense Against the Dark Arts class, Newt was uh, asked to step forward and was revealed that he was scared of ending ending up stuck with a tedious office job. Which we, I believe we see that in... Crimes against Grendelwald? Yes, I think we see that in Crimes against Grendelwald. Because we don't really we don't see Hogwarts Castle in um Fantastic Beasts, the first mm-hmm. one. And then Letta went up uh went soon after and showed her bogget was her half brother drowning to death. Letta was la- uh, later confronted by Newt after the, uh near the Great Lake when she was upset of her own bogget. She showed her he showed her one of uh one of the botuckles he had befriended on the school grounds becomes his own, one and only the only one they would not hide from. Blah. Words. And then now we get to the nineteen twenties. So on night on uh the twenty ninth of November and nineteen uh 26, the Daily Prophet reported that security had been increased at Hogwarts in response to the growing threat of Gellert, Grindelwald's impact on the global wizarding war. Measures include Headmaster Amado Dippet holding the emergency meeting with worried parents and students sent home early. <clears throat> and then if you dip it, it makes any um, like if you heard that name before, he is mentioned in the Chamber of Secrets book because he is the headmaster during Tom Riddle's time. And then uh, Torkel Travers and Thessus Scamander came into uh, came here to seek out the current Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Albus Dumbledore, to talk about Gwendolyn and his plans. Let us soon after walks around Hogwarts and reminisces on the past. Dumbledore finds her, and they talk about the shared trauma of losing their siblings. Go, yeah, that is uh, Crimes Against Gwendolyn. This is where all this is taking place. And then Newton's commander, uh, Tina Goldstein, Theta Scamander, Torkon Travels, Rodolf Speedman, Nagina, Jacob Kowalski, and Yusuf Karma, and an unidentified ministry man came back to talk to Albus Dumbledore about Grindelwald. It's a rally and the blood pact of Grindelwald made with Dumbledore. Which, again, is crimes against Grindelwald. But... And then, 1930s, uh, even during the Global Wizarding War, Hogwarts was kept open and live, uh, running, and allowing students to attend. Which is also mm-hmm. more of Crimes Against Wonderworld, and even in uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. At a blank on the last film, they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. Secrets of Dumbledore. 
And as we see, like, you got to keep the school open. Mm -hmm. Hogwarts doesn't stop. Hogwarts doesn't stop even when a basilisk is running around or slithering around. (laughs) Um, Fired. (laughs) um, Puns. Oh, God. He has puns. Uh, Puns. Yes, puns. Um, But I think this is a good time to where we can go to our mid-break. And welcome to the mid-break of the show, where we talk about everything with the show that has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World or Harry Potter. Uh, I just want to remind everybody to uh, go and review, uh, give us stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show out with discoverability, help us grow as a show. Um, And if you go on Apple and leave a five-star review with some words, we will read it out loud on the show every uh whenever that comes through we don't have a review this week um but we do have a five-star rating on apple and spotify at the moment keep it up guys and then um a little shout out that i just saw we are ranked number 127th in the category of books in denmark very specific but i'll i'll allow it <laughs> right like that that's just awesome like just being a being the charts alone is epic it's awesome it's great and then um also want to remind everybody you can also financially support the show through patreon at patreon.com slash wizarding world lorecast we have a couple we have like four tiers that you can join us at to where there's a tier where you can even join us here on the show and we will talk talk about a topic that you want to talk about or We'll think of something that we can talk about. And then... Oh. Uh, also, go to robotsradio.net. Um, go to the Discord link there. We'll, we're on the Robots Radio Discord. Um, with a bunch of other shows, including our other shows that we host. Uh, I'm part of the Holocron History Star Wars vs. Canon show, where we go the canon and legends lore of the Star Wars universe. And Shanko has her own shows, plural... That is correct. I am one half of the MCU Lorecast. That is a show where we deep dive into the lore, history, and stories of Marvel Comics and their movie counterparts. I do that show with Psyche88, who is one of the players of the tabletop game Mass Effect Blue Shift, which is set in the Mass Effect universe. He's having a really great time with that. So if you love Mass Effect, go check out Blue Shift too. I am also the host, singular, of the fight space which is a martial arts podcast happens to be one of the only female-led martial arts podcasts on the internet uh, so if you are interested in the fighting community martial arts and uh, we just did an episode about tom hardy so if you like tom hardy go check us out that's awesome but um i think that's it for the mid-break i don't think did i miss anything i think that is it for the mid-break All right, well, let's get back more in the history of Hogwarts. God, I love that spell sound. (laughs) I'm so happy I found that. So to continue with the history of Hogwarts, 
Uh, we get into the school year of 1942 and 1943 specifically. The existence of the school was written twice when the Chamber of Secrets was open. The first time was opened in 1942 when Tom Morvalo Riddle, the heir of Slytherin, and the man who would become Lord Voldemort opened the Chamber of Secrets in his fifth year. When a girl named Myrtle Warren was killed, the Ministry of Magic threatened to close the school. As Riddle spent his time away from Hogwarts in a muggle orphanage, he did not want the school closed. His request to remain in school over the holidays was denied due to the situation he created. Which hmm. you can read up in Chamber of Cigarettes. This all happens in that book where we find all this out. And then, upset with himself, he framed Rubius Hagrid, and the, although Albus Dumbledore still suspected Riddle, Hagrid was expelled, and Riddle got off without punishment. However, in 1982, the chamber was reopened, and this and was discovered that Hagrid was innocent and Riddled was guilty. Which sucks for Hagrid. Because... He with a murder that you definitely didn't commit. He got expelled. Not only that, he, he was framed for murder that he didn't commit um and then obviously there was no evidence so they couldn't like actually put him in Azkaban but being expelled from school his wand was snapped in half he, he can't perform magic then even though we all know he secretly can still do magic because he kind of embedded his uh umbrella with his wand so yeah it'd be like that sometimes <laughs> Right. And then uh, then we skip a jump forward to the 1970s. Uh, although the ent- uh, entirety of the First Wizarding War, uh, which lasted for 11 long years and the cause much distress among students, Hogwarts Castle was perhaps the only safe haven in Wizarding Britain due to the presence of Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore had risen in the post of headmaster and was the only one whom Voldemort was afraid of. And the First Wizarding War was, like, the time of, like, Voldemort was in power and trying to take mm-hmm. over the Wizarding World. And it stopped as soon as Harry was born. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, during that time, Severus Snape, Remus Lupin, and Sirius Black, Peter Gret- Pettigrew, and as well as Lily Potter and James Potter attended Hogwarts. And the four of them were part of the inf- infamous Marauders, who often bullied Snape frequently until they graduated in 1978. And just from that, you can easily tell why Snape hates Harry. I mean, we you can fi- you find out in Order of the Phoenix, mm-hmm. um, but still, like the reason why Snape is has always hate like, well, hates a strong well, word. A, I wouldn't Harry's say a, hate. He's a dead ringer for his dad. I wouldn't say Snape hated Harry. He resented him because mm-hmm. he looked like his father. Mm-hmm. And he was also kind of in love with Harry's mom's that has. Yeah, that's a, a whole. That's a whole thing. <laughs> that's a whole like, other thing. Hey, you're the son of the girl I love and the guy I hate. I inherently don't like you. Right. I inherently want to protect you, but I also dislike you. <laughs> I want to protect you, but I hate your face. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so while war rage outside the ancient walls of the school and. Uh, it remained safe from dark forces outside the castle. The existence of ancient threats hidden deep within began to stir when a student by the name of Jacob became intrigued with the began to search for the fabled cursed vaults, five secret rooms of ambitious origin somewhere within the castle and said to house ancient magical treasures, order even the school itself. 
Now, if anybody doesn't know what this is from, it is from the Hogwarts Mystery Mobile Game. Jacob is your brother of uh, your character that you create specifically for the game. Why you go after to find the cursed vaults yourself to uncover where your brother went. Um, it gets pretty dark. <laughs> Surprising. This game actually gets kind of dark. For a mobile game? <laughs> for a mobile game, yes. And what you'll understand why here in a minute, because I didn't know this until re- like doing this research, I got spoiled on the game because I'm only in my fifth. Y- I'm in my fifth year on the game, and you can you do all seven years of Hogwarts. You go like literally years one through seven, hmm. and something happens within like your fifth or sixth year that is like surprisingly like happened in the game hmm. that I was shocked about. But it is what it is. The game's been out for a very long time. It's been out for. Four or five years now, if not longer. Uh, so Jacob grew increasingly obsessed with this quest to prove the existence of the cursed vaults throughout his school career and worked several school roles in the efforts to locate them. The situation has escalated further as when the pu- pupil finally found it, he examined the outer chamber leading to the vault and as a result of tampering with magic he did not understand, he inversely in- unleashed a curse that threatened to encase the entire castle in ice and uh, injuring several students by in the process. By that point, Jacob's quest for the vaults were no secret. Rumors began spreading among the student body that he unleashed several curses from upon the school and even was cursed himself and eventually went mad. Ultimately, however, Jacob managed to break into the vault itself, causing the ice to vanish despite the part in ending the threat. However, he was found to have endangered the school as he unleashed the threat in the first place. Jacob's uh, resultant expulsion from Hogwarts was covered in the Daily Prophet. So you get a lot like within your in the game itself, your character you make gets a lot of flack because you are related to Jacob. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Oh, man, it, it, do I know it, about generational everybody trauma. Knows, <laughs> everybody knows what happens, so everybody's like, "Oh no, stay away from him." He he's like the he's a brother or sister of Jacob who cursed Hogwarts. Blah blah blah. Mine wasn't that bad. Um, I went to the same middle and high school as my my older brother, mm-hmm. and he was like a straight A student and a varsity baseball player. And then I'm just like the little sister that. I did I did athletics outside of school, but I was a very average student and they were like, mm-hmm. This is the sister of the guy that's, you know, in varsity baseball. But right. jokes on you. Mm-hmm. We're doing just as fine as each other and I'm ten years younger than he is, so <laughs> Oh geez. Oh wow, that's a gauge gap there. <laughs> Oof, right. So yeah. Uh, and then with the earth curse ice gone from the halls of Hogwarts and the students once more safe from it, Dumbledore and the rest of the school staff did their best to dim the rumors of Jacob had uh, actually located one of the vaults, treating it as an isolated incident and more to do with Jacob's search for the cursed vaults rather than the vaults themselves. Um, they have hoped to discourage others from looking into them and maintain the common view that they were just a myth. This worked so efficiently that while people still spoke of Spoke of it a long time afterwards. No one, even not even Jacob's own mother, believed the curse vaults actually existed. And then by the end of the 1970s, Lord Voldemort's ascendancy was almost complete. While the Ministry of Magic did their best to, uh, best to both put up a fight and keep Wizard kind of secret, a true resistance to him being concentrated in the underground organization founded by Dumbledore himself, called the Order of the Phoenix. 
Several students, several former students of the school went to join the Order. Which, obviously, we see in Order of the Phoenix. That we see Hagrid, we see Peter Pettigrew, we see Lupin, we see Sirius, James and Lily Potter, Neville's parents. Uh, even the Weasleys were there. Like, all the parents and re- relatives and friends of the people we've seen in Harry po- in Harry's year were in the order. Go figure. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then now we get to the 1980s. On Halloween of the 1981 and 82 school year, news that reached the school of the fall of Lord Voldemort and his failed attempt to murder in the infant Harry Potter, which students and staff alike would have celebrated the fall of the Dark Lord. The effects of the curse vaults also resurfaced around Hogwarts. It first uh, started the curse ice reappearing in Hogwarts Castle during the 1984-1985 school year. By that time, Jacob's younger sibling had enrolled and took two years before their friends and uh they and their friends to locate the locate and break into the vault of ice to stop the ice further spreading which again is the game hogwarts mystery uh fun fact you actually see bill like you are in school with bill and charlie weasley which is awesome and then eventually fred and george come in uh later because you you get you're a higher year than them when they attend first attend Hogwarts. Yes, it happens pre the events of the books. Yep. So like your character by the time you graduate Hogwarts, that's when Harry starts school. Mm-hmm. So you're there like um, you're like eight years older. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. That's and, cool. Yeah, it's a really cool game. It's it's like it's a time. It's a very time consuming game because it's an energy based game based on actual time. So like once you use all your energy up, it takes like well enough like two hours to get all your energy back to reuse on missions and whatnot. But is it um, free to play though? It is a free to play. It is fun. You learn spells. You duel. You raise magic creatures. You do all everything you would think at Hogwarts. As much as what we're probably going to be. As pretty much what we're going to get in Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. But it's a mobile game. And then the rest of the Curse Vaults has subsequently all been tampered with. Containing. Uh, contaminating the school respectively with Boggets and Sleepwalking Curse and the Portrait Curse. But thanks to Jacob Sibling and their continually growing circle of friends. The next, uh, the next three vaults were successfully infiltrated. In three consecutive school years. Uh, during this time, it was uh, gradually revealed to Jacob's sibling and their friends that the that a stark, secret dark organization known as R existed and had also been trying to find the curse vaults for the supposed treasures. At the start of Jacob's sibling's fourth year, uh, the 1987-1988 school year, Patricia uh, Rappick arrived at Hogwarts apparently to help Albus Dumbledore deal with the curse vaults, while in fact... Being a dark witch from R, who sought to continue the unfinished business with the vaults. What do you know? Oh, by the way, uh, she becomes the next Defense Against the Dark Arts professor the following year and trained several students, including Jacob Sibling, to be her curse-breaking assistants. Arriving again outside the buried vault, she revealed her true nature to the students and attempted to go in before them 
but was magically choked by Jacob's sibling and fled. What do you know? Another Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher who has murderous content and is evil. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Doesn't come with the territory at Literally, all. Literally, there has only been one Defense Against the Dark Arts Sorry, two Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers who weren't inherently evil. First one being Gilroy Lockhart, who's just a complete idiot. Let's all be honest. No one likes him. And then Lupin. That's literally it. That's your doesn't have a good doesn't have a good track record. No, that that the position's cursed. I mean, even Dumbledore says in the end of Chamber of Secrets, like, I guess I have to find a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher again because you know Gilroy lost all his memories. Like, man, I keep always running through this position. Yes, Dumbledore, I wonder why. Huh? I wonder why you're always going through this position after you left it became headmaster I, uh, hmm. I imagine that becoming a teacher of the dark arts or defense against the dark arts requires you to get kind of up close and personal with the dark arts themselves which are inherently corrupting yes this is true and then uh furthermore uh Rapex's ability to teach students to defend against dark arts ironically turned out to have been a lot more complaint uh competent than the professor who succeeded her in the next school year with dumbledore's permission the fresh graduate bill weasley returned to the school to teach the subject after regular classes so okay so that's what three that goes from two to three people who are not inherently evil bill weasley's not an evil person Mm -hmm. Uh, during the school year yet another curse spread around hogwarts uh, continuing to petrify students Indicating the activity of the final curse vault while working towards investigating R, the students encounter Rapit in the forest grove who attempted to kill Ben Cooper, leading to the sacrifice of Rowan Kanana. Your first friend you make in the game is dead. Oh. Yes. That is what, like, that is the spoiler I got hit. I'm sorry, spoiler warning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, your uh, first friend you make in the entire game is dead by your fifth or sixth year. Man. Yeah. They really said, here he is. Now we're going to take him away. I mean, it took them forever just to like get to the point where that is, but still. Uh, the school staff held a memorial ceremony and suspended the lessons, and the tragedy prompted the vengeful Jacob sibling, Ben Cooper, and uh, Marula Snide to form a secret organization of their own, the Circle of Kanana, to fight R and race them to locating the final curse vault. It was found to be under the Great Lake, and they had a final showdown with Rapik outside. She was once again defeated before Jacob sibling. Decided to seal the vault for good to prevent the ancient statue curse from being unleashed again. Yeah. So, shockingly, nobody suspected that to be the Chamber of Secrets, though. Because Hmm. people were being petrified. What happened when the first chamber was opened? First time when Tom Riddle. People were getting petrified. I'm so, I'm shocked there was like no, like people were thinking, oh, it must be the Chamber of Secrets again or something like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that's what we had in part one now. 
next week we'll go into part two. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot more to deep dive into. Um, oh yes, for sure on this on this subject. And yes. now you've got me sitting here going, all right. I guess I'm gonna download. You're right. Now, it's so. it is a good. It is a very good game. You you meet all the characters you met. Like you meet in the films and the books, Dumbledore's there. Obviously, this is like literally eight years before Harry's at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. So you even befriend Hagrid, which is great. Um, and then obviously, depending on your house, um, you can have friends, enemies. Like I'm a Gryffindor, and the I obviously choose my I chose my own house in the game, and Maruda uh, Maruda. Marula Snide is a Slytherin and absolutely hates you. I don't know how it how she responds to another Slytherin. She'll probably be my bestie. <laughs> she might be. I don't know. But she like she's your first duel. And then it, it goes into more with like so you learn your first like charms with you don't take defense against dark arts until like year four year five i think it's like year four is when you actually can take defense against the dark arts lessons but you do mm-hmm. charms year one and flitwick actually teaches you expelliarmus which is awesome because it goes into like his story where he and he even like uh admits it himself he was a ruling duelist champion and then you beat your rival and then flitwick gets mad it's like i thought you were going to do this for like uh uh, defense purposes not dueling and it's like well i it was self-defense you were a dueling master sir (laughs) and then you know in the game they also have a dueling club which you can like duel other players um it's a single player game so you can't like interact with other people but you can like duel against other players as well so like AI commanding the other player though. But yeah, cool, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Need, I need another one to add to my mobile game rotation because they all have cooldown. So if I just have like 20 different ones to play, one of them will inevitably not be in cooldown when I want to play. <laughs> right. There you go. Yeah. Hogwarts Mystery is great. They do awesome events during the game. Like every Halloween, they do a Halloween event. They do special events like once a month if not twice a month like you cannot earn new spells new um like you can completely like customize the look of your character they even added to where you have pets um now you do kind of have to pay for the pets which sucks hate paywalls Um, in games but i'm also shallow enough to go for it (laughs) and then you can even customize your dorm room like yeah your um dorm the uh mm-hmm. whatever house you're in mm-hmm. but it's great that's awesome it's great but yeah, so i guess if anyone's listening and it sounds interesting to you go download the game go download <laughs> it it's free to play make your own witcher wizard but uh that's all we got for this week anything else to add Shinko? i think that's it because we have uh no shortage of topics to cover coming soon so yeah. there's there's just so much, there's so much we're going to deep dive into this it's it's exciting mm-hmm. oh right, and quick well, note for everybody hogwarts legacy just announced they're teaming up with scholastic and making a game guide 
So the game comes out February 7th, Deluxe Edition, February 10th, uh, Standard. The game guide doesn't come out till March 7th, a month later. Yeah, like, everyone will have it figured out That defeats out the then. purpose of the game. <laughs> that defeats the purpose of the guide, guys. Like, why is it a month later? We get together. I feel like if they're publishing that closely, they've got to have a finished draft. So I can't imagine why they wouldn't just say, all right, let's push production. Right. Put off whatever else is releasing around that time because let's be real, Harry Potter is always going to be a hard seller. You know, I, I don't remember the last time a Harry Potter book came out where it didn't have an incredible launch. Right. I mean, but it's a game guide, so it's specifically a guide for the game. But still, though, like, yeah, I, I mean, it should I, be I know, I know at that least I February 10th. Like, give it, yeah. at least put it on the same day as the standard edition. I think that a lot of people, even non-gamers, will go for it, too, because it's probably got a lot of lore bits. Oh, yeah, probably. Definitely. And there's going to be an um, arts... There's, I know they already have a the making of Hogwarts Legacy book, um... Like in the works as well, which will probably come out like a couple, like probably around the same time as the game guide, which mm-hmm. will probably have more uh, lore and the art and everything, and talking about the game specifically, have the games more towards the novels and the books than it is towards the movies. Because mm-hmm. we see Peeves in the game. The Gryffindor common room, like the entrance, is a hole, just like in the books. It's not just a walkway. Um, the Ravenclaw common room, you have to get in by answering a riddle. Changes like on once a month or something stupid like that, which is terrible. But yeah, that's all we got for this week. Um, thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. And I hope everybody has a nice time. See you next week. Night, everyone. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast at gmail.com. And if you want to find more of us, you can follow me on the Holocron Histories podcast with my co-host Teacup to where we take a deep dive into the Star Wars lore. Or you can follow Captain Shanko with Psych88 on the MCU Lorecast, where they take a deep dive into all things Marvel.